What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. And crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. News, opinion, and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Hey everybody, welcome back to my, uh, American Rock Radio with Mike Phillips. Uh, now a subsidiary of the Stu Peters Network. And uh, Mojo 5 and WBM324 in Dallas, Texas. And London, England, worldwide, baby. I'm glad you all made it here today. Uh, I, I'm going to get... You know, I was going to... Um, get together with Greg Meekin today and do dueling citizens in the first hour. But there are so many people reaching out to me that are are having their lives touched in such a a powerful and beautiful way by the word of God that I decided we're going to get right back into that today. And what a fantastic, awesome privilege I have to be able to sit here and uh, read the word with you guys. I I pray a lot and ask God to use me uh, for your guys' sake. And so this is this is right where I want to be. This is right what I want to be doing. And we have loads of people that have been reaching out to me that, uh, you know, they, some of them, they, they had a, an experience with, with, with God at one time in their life, and, and it felt really good. But uh, uh, just situations around them, people, churches, whatever, uh, they, 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 they just kind of, it, it's not that they never wanted to live for God. It's just that life kind of beat them up, you know? And so right now in this time, there's a lot of prodigals coming home and I'm one of them. And so, uh, in the midst of those ho- those lockdowns, God started a work here. And so don't you be bad talking the lockdowns, man. That was, that was like that was one of the best times of my life. I'm telling you, if you're if you're walking in God's grace, you just won't care what the world is doing around you. You know, I, I get people reaching out to me all the time, and and uh, 
you know, they want to they talk about current events, which, you know, I can do that. And did you hear what Xi Ping said? Did you, you know, Nancy Pelosi's going to Taiwan and this can kick it off and Putin's in. It's like, yeah, awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't care. I really don't. Praise the Lord. And so, uh, we're going to be getting into some Bible study today. And I see that there's lots of you that are already very excited for that. Uh, if you're listening on Mojo 5 we have the uh, American Oc Radio rebooted chat room. If you're uh, listening on Rumble and watching, we've got people in the chat. Uh, Tammy and DS Patriot, Navy Dad, Just In Time 2, Deb in Texas, slave to him. Captain Malcolm Reynolds and Sarah Nichols. Good to see you guys. Praise the Lord. And so we're going to get into some deep Bible study today. So I'm not going to waste a bunch of time talking about other things because we've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. So uh, first of all, one thing I do want to mention, uh, uh, there's a guy that uh, I spoke to on the phone this morning and he is so excited and uh and god's just doing amazing things in his life and he's out telling people mr vax yes i hadn't forgotten you you're there too all right and uh you know it's it's just it's exciting and a lot of you are are just like me a lot of you are just like me and so i've got I've got two pages of notes here. I've been, uh, here's the one. There you go. And uh, and then I've got a half page over here. I've been doing a lot of reading. And, uh, and I, I tell you guys to pray uh, for 20 minutes at a time if you can. And so before the show, I, I got in, uh, I, I got in my time of prayer. And so... I, I believe that God is going to speak to you, not because Mike Phillip is is so smart or so sophisticated or anything like that. No, because the Word of God is powerful. And when the Holy Ghost opens it up to you and unseals the book, when the author explains what he wanted from the beginning of time, that's when it comes together. That's when the power happens, when the Word mixes with faith it is a uh, nuclear explosion of goodness and peace and joy and righteousness praise the lord and so uh the sabbath the sabbath i've i've uh i've had this come up quite a bit there's a lot of arguing and there's a lot of wrangling over the sabbath all right is it saturday is it sunday uh, what day is it? How do you follow it? Right? Are you are you observing the Sabbath? I had a wannabe Jewish man uh, one time say to me, and he he was really uh, he was really playing up the whole Jew thing. He said, "Why do not Christians observe Shabbat?" And uh, <clears throat> my response to that was. Uh, uh, you don't you don't know what Shabbat is, Amen. And we're going to look at we're going to look at some of the laws around 
the day of rest. What is the rest? That's the question. All right. Now, if you have your Bibles, first of all, I'm going to be looking in the King James Version today. Rick O'Shea in Montana. Good to see you, pal. Good to see you over in the American Uck Radio Rebooted chat room. I want to look at a few things about the law. The law that was delivered to Moses uh, and, and the children of Israel. And so... <laughs> Just looking at the chat, you guys are hilarious. Don't let yourselves get distracted. Do not let Satan come and steal away the word. Don't let him come steal the seed from you today. All right? No matter what's going on around you or uh, in the chat or whatever, don't let the word be stolen from your heart. You receive it with joy. Don't let your joy get taken away from you. Praise the Lord. All right, we're already 11 minutes in. Uh, the Sabbath, <clears throat> been a lot of fighting over that. I've had a lot of people get very angry at me. Mike, you're not observing the Sabbath. You're not following it. You're, you're telling people not to observe the Sabbath. And, and uh, I uh, had, had one lady who uh, was uh, acting like a dingbat come into my chat room and going off about the Sabbath. Uh, and then she was she was going around trying to uh, private message people and tell them not to listen to my show anymore because I'm not following the Sabbath. Uh, she loved to advertise her own podcast in my chat room uh, while going around behind my back trying to sabotage what I was doing. And so, <laughs> Sabbath, right? Oh yeah, and don't eat shellfish, right? You think you're going to live up to all that? Do you? Let's get into it. What was the purpose of the law? What was the purpose of the law? And what was God talking about when he was talking about his rest? There was a rest that was going to come. All right? Now, what? where did this first show up? Well, it showed up right at the beginning. Look at that. I got my Bible upside down. Amen. So, if I'm... Uh, if I started reading my Bible upside down, you all would think I was speaking in tongues. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All right. Let's get into it here. Right at the very beginning, Genesis chapter 2. If the beginning had a name, what would it be? Huh? The beginning and the ending? Praise the Lord. Slave to him says dingbat. That reminds me of my dad. I miss him. Yeah, there are some silly women out there. Uh, there are. That's Paul's words, not mine. And uh, let, let's just get into it. Genesis chapter 2, starting with verse 1. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work. He rested from work. 
which God created and made. Now, did God rest because he uh, has some kind of a limit limitation? Does he did, does he get tired? Does he get tired? He's he God is a spirit. He's not made of flesh, huh? No, there was something here that he was trying to teach right off the bat, right off the beginning. Amen? There was something that he wanted his creation to know, to come into contact with. And then he'd come along and give the law to Moses and the children of Israel while they were in the wilderness. Now, what was the purpose of the law and what is our uh, relationship with it today? Let us now go from Genesis to Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. Galatians is a letter. Alright? Galatians is a letter to a church. It is written to saved people. To show them how to stay that way. Praise the Lord. The law... There was laws regarding the Sabbath. There was laws regarding uh, the gathering of food. There was laws regarding travel on the Sabbath. There was feasts. There was different types of Sabbaths with feasts that corresponded. All right? And we're going to get into some of those technicalities today. But we're going to look at the purpose of the law in the very first place. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 19. Wherefore then serveth the law? Well, it was added because of transgressions till the seed should come to whom the promise was made. And it was ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. Now a mediator is not a mediator of one, but God is one. If the law then against, is the law then against the promises of God? God forbid if there had been a law given which could have given life, verily righteousness should have been by the law. But it wasn't. <laughs> but the scripture hath concluded all under sin that the promise of faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. But before faith came, we were kept under the law shut up under the faith which should afterwards be revealed. Wherefore the law, and here it is right here, right here, okay. The law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ that we might be justified by faith. So when you read the law, it is all about Jesus and the promise of that seed coming and a new people. And God said that through Abraham's seed that he was going to bless all nations. All of them. Let's read on. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Now remember this is written to Christians. This is written to a a New Testament church, and they were not Jews. Okay? These were Gentiles that were converted. All right? 
For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek, neither bond nor free, neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs to the promise. Praise the Lord. And so here we are. Now, the time when Jesus was here was still under the law. That was still under the Old Testament, okay? You need to understand that when you read the Gospels. Uh, some publisher of your Bible, the company that published it, may have put a uh, slip of paper in before the book of Matthew where it says this now is the New Testament. Uh, that is not biblical. In fact, a testament, if you read Hebrews 9, 6, is of no effect while the testator liveth, all right? God can't die. A man can. And so God manifest himself in flesh, fulfilled the law, which nobody could do, and then allowed himself to be the ultimate sacrifice for sin once and for all. Once and for all. And so at that point, when he rose again, and then the promise of the Holy Ghost was given. Now we don't go to tabernacles and temples and sacrifice turtle doves for leprosy and bulls and goats. Those ordinances are all gone. But as we've established, the purpose of those ordinances was to teach of Jesus. And they... Uh, those laws and ordinances were given to the Jews, okay? It was going to come through them. Now, the apostles had problems with people desiring to be teachers of the law and not knowing what they were talking about. They also had difficulties with uh, Jews that were going to different cities and trying to convince these new church believers that they had to be circumcised and follow the law, which Paul rebuked sharply. Okay? There's a circumcision of the flesh, and there's one of the heart and of the ears. All right? Moses talked of that. Stephen accused the, uh, the Pharisees of being uncircumcised in heart and ears, and they killed him. Made a martyr out of him. Uh, Paul actually warned a young preacher... Uh, Timothy, turn with me to 1 Timothy chapter 1. Look at that, we're already almost at the bottom of the hour. Isn't that something? Boy, this goes fast, doesn't it? Praise the Lord. And you remember he said in Galatians, as many as you, you were baptized into Christ. Well, how do you do that? Acts 2.38, repent, be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Well, let's look at this warning that Paul sent to this young preacher, who, by the way, his father was Greek and his mother was a Jewess. Uh, verse 3 in chapter 1. As I besought thee to abide still at Ephesus when I went into Macedonia, that thou mightest charge some that they teach no other doctrine. There is not several 
different ways into the kingdom of God. There is only one. That is it. You have got to be born of the water and the spirit. Jesus told a Pharisee, Nicodemus, that unless a man is born of the water and spirit, he cannot see the kingdom of God. All right. Now, this can sometimes be a process that happens over a little bit of time. And if you belong to him, then you're his. But he, the very first thing he tells Timothy is to charge some that they teach no other doctrine, neither giving heed to fables and endless genealogies which minister questions rather than godly edifying which is in faith, so do. Now the end of the commandment is charity out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and of faith unfeigned, which some, having swerved, have turned aside unto vain jangling. Jangling. They don't know what they're talking about and it's vanity. Desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor whereof they affirm. Well, we can teach the law if we look at at it being a schoolmaster to bring us under Christ. All right? Deb, we were just reading in 1 Timothy chapter 1, 3 to 7. Now he goes on. He says, We know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully. All right? Knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man. Amen? If you're in Christ and full of the Holy Ghost, there is no law if you're walking in, uh, walking in the Spirit. There's no law over you. And it, it's for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly, and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murderers of mothers and murderers of fathers, for manslayers, for whoremongers, to them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. So the law is not a bad thing, uh, unless you are using it to murder people. <laughs> Amen? Uh, if you're using it for vain jangling, or if you have the leaven of the Pharisees, and you're using it to mash on people and look down on others, I guarantee you every Pharisee uh, that, that was uh, plotting to murder Jesus was following the Sabbath. Amen? But they did not know what the purpose of it was. Okay? Praise the Lord. Turn with me really quick to Colossians. Again, this is a Gentile church in the city of Colossae. Now, and, and, and you're going to notice some similarities between what we just read to the, the church in Galatia. All right? the Galatians. And uh, I want you to turn to Colossians chapter 2. This is Again, this is a letter to a church. This is for saved people. And Paul is explaining a few things. Chapter 2 and verse 8. I'll give Debbie a second to find that. She's uh, 
It's not that she's slow. It's just she has a huge Bible. Amen. <laughs> Colossians 2.8 Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men and after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. All right? All the fullness of the Godhead bodily is in Christ. That's the very first thing he warns them of. Somebody comes along and tells you that there's some separate person that is God that is not the tradition or the teaching of the apostles. And you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power, in whom also you are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands in putting off the body of the sin of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. So circumcision was a type and shadow of his church to come. All right? Buried with him in baptism. Buried with him in baptism. A lot of people will say, no, you don't have to be baptized. You can just decide and pick and choose. That was not the apostles' doctrine. That was not. Once more, verse 12, buried with him in baptism, wherein also you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who hath raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, is my bottom of the hour commercial break reminder, but uh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to keep keep reading here. We'll go to our commercial break, but I'm, I'm in the middle of something. Commercials can wait. You being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Praise the Lord. Now, here's the point. Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holy day or of the new moon or of Sabbath days. Don't you let nobody judge you according to a Sabbath day, which are shadows of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Amen. So when I had people reaching out to me and saying, Mike, you, uh, oh, I just got a message from Delta Harp. She is not in the, in the chat room here, but her and her daughter are listening on, on the Mojo 5 Uh, Delta, if you can hear me after the 30 second delay, we are actually on rumble. Uh, but we, uh, Stu had asked me to put our show on a sub, uh, a sub channel of the Stu Peters network. It is called American Uck radio with Mike Phillip. And, uh, during the commercial break, I will grab the link and send it to you because I just know that everybody in the chat would love to see you. Now, just let me, before we go into the commercial break, let me repeat one more time what Paul said to a 
New Testament church. Okay? This is to a New Testament church. Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or respect of a holy day or a new moon or of a Sabbath day, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Okay? Praise the Lord. Don't you let nobody harp on you about... Uh, we had Pastor Arter on the show the other day. Uh, they they hold church on uh, on Saturday is when they gather together. All right? Praise the Lord. <laughs> All right. So now we've established the law was a schoolmaster to bring them to Christ. A shadow of things to come. All right? It's not about observing days. Now, if a man wants to have a day that he puts aside toward God, then then he can do that. He can do that. I'm not going to judge him over that. I'm not. It's between him and God. But we are going to look at some examples of uh, different things in the Word, and we're going to get into some of the nitty-gritty with the Sabbath when it was given, okay? So buckle up. You're about to learn something and, and uh, pray that God will give me the grace to communicate His Word uh, in a way that is proper and right. I have prayed for that this morning and uh, He loves you and that's why people like me are here is because God loves you and He gave us this Word. Amen? I, I used to ask, I, a long time ago I went to a church and I would ask questions and uh, on the side, you know, because I didn't want to do it in front of my friends. I didn't want them to know I was actually interested in the things of God. I would go to my pastor and ask questions about things. And uh, they would give me answers. Like, I, I remember specifically one time the man said, there's just some things that we're not supposed to know because God is so much greater than we are. And I was like, now, there's got to be an explanation. I'm asking you about something out of the book, right? And don't be afraid to just say, I don't know. <laughs> I promise you, if I don't know something, I will just tell you, okay? Let's go to our commercial break. I'm going to send Delta Harp and her daughter a link to the Rumble Chat with the new page so that they can come in. And hang out with you guys. We'll be back right after these messages from the sponsors at Mojo 50. Keep your Bible open. up refreshed like you slept on a cloud get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today you deserve it go to mypillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code mojo50 for incredible savings at romica designs we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company much more 
I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com. Five major food distributors have suffered explosions at food processing and storage facilities in the last few months. 20 more facilities have been destroyed by fires over the last four months. War in Ukraine drags on and holds the looming threat of nuclear escalation. U.S. inflation is officially reported above 8%. Mobs of people are whipped into frenzy by an increasingly unstable class of political elites. We live in interesting times. Political, economic, and financial collapse are all very real threats to our way of life. If the worst happens, make sure you and your loved ones are prepared with emergency food and supplies from preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. Coffee lovers everywhere now have the opportunity to do their part to save the planet with Al Gore's lab-grown coffee substitute. We, here at Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change, believe this is a terrible idea. While man-bun-wearing, soy-latte-loving poodle walkers everywhere are in love with the eco-friendly lab-grown sadness water, coffee drinkers for climate change want to see the sea levels rise and for New York City to join the lost city of Atlantis 12,000 leagues beneath the sea. American Pride Roasters, historically great coffee. Every pot brewed is an eco-disaster 100 times greater than the Fukushima extinction-level event. So order yours today and do your part to hasten the end of the planet. You don't want to live forever, do you? AmericanPrideRoasters.com That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com How dare you! (laughs) We dare. We dare. most underrated radio shows american Uck radio this guy mike phillip is brilliant i listen to him every day love your show i, I really do i'm a huge fan thank you for doing what you're doing american Uck radio
Welcome back to American Hawk Radio, segment two, hour one. We got two hours to go through this stuff today. Now, I just read you a bunch of things out of the New Testament, the New Covenant. Amen. The law, the Sabbath, all those things were types and shadows. It was a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. Now, the people that were observing the law and sitting in Moses' seat, they read this stuff every day. And the, the, the promised one, Moses said, uh, God said through him that there is going to be a prophet that's going to come along. And when he opens his mouth to speak, it is me talking. God said that in Deuteronomy. And that promise came along and was looking them right in the eye. And uh, the guys that were enforcing this stuff and, and uh, working the temple and the scribes and teachers of the law <clears throat> looked him right in the face and they had no idea who he was. They didn't know what the point of it all was. Now, to those who uh, are big sticklers on the Sabbath, I, I'm going to ask you a question. Are you really following it? There are people out there that I've never, ever, ever heard talk about God. I've never seen them witnessing to anybody. I've never really seen them talking about Jesus. And then the issue of the Sabbath comes up, and they get very angry. It's Saturday! Amen? They know that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I've seen it many times. People that they just they don't have nothing to do with it, but... Uh, that comes along. Let's look at some of the Sabbath laws here, shall we? Let's look at some of them. Uh, turn with me to a Le Leviticus chapter 23. There's a whole religion built around the Sabbath and a specific date. The Seventh-day Adventists, they, they figure they have got it. I've never heard one Seventh-day Adventist talk about the Apostles' Doctrine. Uh, the keys to the kingdom of heaven as given by Peter in the book of Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Never, They don't know that, but they sure know to sit at home and play board games on, on a Saturday. Amen? And so, turn with me to the book of Leviticus. Leviticus chapter 23. And we're going to just read a little bit here, verses 23 through 36 Leviticus 23 23 through 36 alright so if you're going to follow the Sabbath if you're going to make that a rule for your people you have to do this too okay This you have to do this too if you're going to if you're going to judge me on whether I keep the Sabbath or not uh, let's see if you really are okay alright and the Lord spake unto Moses saying Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, in the first day of the month, shall you have a Sabbath, a memorial of blowing of trumpets, a holy convocation. You shall do no servile work therein, but you shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. All right, so those sticklers of the Sabbath, on what day it is, uh, on the seventh one, are you having, are you blowing trumpets? And offering burnt offerings made by fire. Okay, are you doing that? Because, I mean, if you're going to hold the law, you got to do it all now. 
The Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Also on the tenth day of this seventh month there shall be an atonement. It shall be a holy convocation unto you, and you shall afflict your souls and offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord, and you shall do no work in that same day, for it is a day of atonement to make an atonement for you before the Lord your God. For whatsoever soul it be that shall not be afflicted in that same day, he shall be cut off from among the people. And whatsoever soul it be that doeth any work in that same day, the same soul will I destroy from among his people. You shall do no manner of work. What is this in the types and shadows and the schoolmaster to bring us to Christ? We're going to get into that. Let's go on. It shall be unto you a Sabbath of rest. You shall afflict your souls in the ninth day of the month at even. From even unto even shall you celebrate your Sabbath. So evening to evening. Right? And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, The fifteenth day on this seventh month shall be the Feast of Tabernacles for seven days unto the Lord. All right, those of you who want to come at me with, you're not following the Sabbath, Mike. All right, well, on the 15th day of the seventh month, are you having a Feast of Tabernacles for seven days? Are you? <laughs> I don't think you are. <laughs> Amen? Now, this was serious at the time. But it was a school mat, and it's serious now if you know what this is to teach us of. Okay? And I, 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 we've got a lot of people coming out of Seventh-day Adventist churches because there's no power there. No power. And they don't know what the rest really is. And I'm going to tell you. Well, the Bible's going to tell you what the rest is. Okay? Let's go on. On the first day shall be a holy convocation. You shall do no servile work. Seven days shall you shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. On the eighth day shall be a holy convocation unto you. And you shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. It is a solemn assembly and you shall do no servile work. Are they doing that? Are they, uh, do they have a tabernacle in their backyard? Have they got an Ark of the Covenant where a high priest goes in once every year to sprinkle blood on it? <laughs> Be careful if you're gonna, if you're gonna tell people that they gotta follow the law. Ah, that's all, you're getting into a lot of stuff. Amen. Oh, listen to this. Also, the 15th day of the seventh month, when you have gathered in the fruit of the land, you shall keep a feast unto the Lord seven days. And on the first day shall be a Sabbath. And on the eighth day shall be a Sabbath. And you shall take you on the first day the bows of goodly trees, branches of palm trees, and the bows of thick trees and willows of the brooks. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God Seven days. Are they doing that? No, they are not. 
but they found one thing which they have made a sticking point out of and they have strained out a gnat and swallowed a camel. Now, there is a reason for all of this. There is a fulfillment and you can have it. All right? And I'm not trying to be ridiculous here in saying you're, I, I don't believe that they're doing that. Well, I don't believe they're doing that. In fact, I've never even heard of anybody doing that these days. Amen? Oh, there's Karen in Australia. Karen is here. I just went and checked the comments. God bless Karen in Australia. She loves the Word of God. She loves uh, getting fed the manna from heaven. Praise the Lord. Now let's look at a few other things about the Sabbath. Let's go to Exodus chapter 16. Exodus chapter 16. You know there was rules on traveling on Sabbath and gathering food. Amen. Exodus 16. Let's start here at uh, verse 25. And Moses said, Eat that today, for today is a Sabbath unto the Lord. Today you shall not find it in the field. They had to gather extra manna on the sixth day, and they were not allowed to uh, gather manna on the seventh day. So they had to... uh, Yeah, Marita... My good friend Marita in in Vancouver, Washington, she just sent me James 2.10, which says, For whosoever shall keep the whole law and offend in one point is guilty of all. Amen? So, you want to come down on me about not following the Sabbath? I'm actually born of the water and the Spirit. You be careful how you talk about me. (laughs) Amen? Because it ain't me. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Mike Phillip has to die. Mike Phillip. Mike Phillip will wreck everything. He will. Mike Phillip is is not a good guy. I'm so glad to be led by the Spirit of God. <clears throat> Amen. And I'm I'm learning and growing in grace every day. And I'll tell you what else, putting these Bible studies together for you guys, it really helps. And so they had to gather extra food on Friday. Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, in it there shall be none. And it shall come to pass that there went out some of the people on the seventh day for to gather, and they found none. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long refuse you to keep my commandments and my laws? See, for that the Lord hath given you the Sabbath, therefore he giveth you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Abide ye every man in his place, and let no man go out of this place on seventh day. Uh, They were also supposed to eat uh, unleavened bread. Unleavened bread. What was that about? Uh, Yeast made God angry. Was that what that was? Huh? You go to the grocery store and you see a a jar of Fleshman's yeast. If you put that in a loaf of bread or your wife's making something at home, is that Are you sinning by eating bread with yeast in it? No, that was to show something else. It was a schoolmaster to bring a son to Christ. Alright? So if you're going to keep the law, you better buy bread with no yeast in it. (laughs) 
Amen. <laughs> and they couldn't even keep it. They couldn't even keep it. And I'll tell you what else. There was times when they couldn't keep the law. They couldn't do the sacrifices. Daniel lived in Babylon. Daniel lived in Babylon and Medo-Persia. There was no temple. There was no priesthood. Amen? But he was highly favored. Praise God. Now, we've gone through a few. Now, breaking it, there was some things that were severe. And and when did we get that? In Exodus chapter 20. All right? Moses had gone up into the mountain to be with God. When he came back, his face was shining. And the people couldn't even hardly look at him. I have seen people and experienced it where they uh, they have come into contact with Jesus and their face has a shine on it where they're just they have a glow they're lit up amen because God has revealed himself to them and uh, I I know a man that just just recently has been going through that you you Keep that, keep that, keep that first love. Amen. This day, this day, every day, I want to live for Jesus. I want to live for him today, today, this day. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. Praise the Lord. Exodus chapter 20. The Ten Commandments. All right. Verse 8, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath or Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou nor thy son nor thy daughter, thy manservant nor thy maidservant nor thy cattle nor thy stranger within thy gates because within... uh, because within, for in six days the Lord made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is and rested seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. All right. He also says, Do not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Uh, what name do people use as a curse as the name of the Lord God remember this is a schoolmaster to bring them to Christ amen what is God's name what's the name of the Father the Son and Holy Ghost well there's only one name for God that people worldwide whether they live in Japan or countries that don't have uh, a Christian heritage or background what is the name that they use to curse That is God's name. You all know what it is. You've heard it your whole life. And some of you have even used that in the past. Amen? Uh, Chet Davis says, This is one of the funniest messages to date. (laughs) I guess I'm being a little silly, but it is silly to think that you can uphold all that. You can't. Amen? And why would you want to if you don't have to? 
I mean, uh, there's a lot of people out there that want to make a big show of some form of holiness by uh, trying to uphold the law, but you can't. It was abolished. You don't want to be under that. You know why? Because you can't. <laughs> Rick O'Shea says, yeah, I like this. Mike is making some good points. Well, I mean, I'm just going to the Word, you guys. This is all Bible. Now, there was some severe penalties for breaking the Sabbath, and I'll tell you what else. It still applies today. It does. And so, but we're going to look at what that means. What does it mean? What was the schoolmaster trying to teach them through the ordinances of the law about the time when the new covenant would be established that was more glorious and greater than the physical covenant? Huh? Amen? It was all about Jesus. All of it. And so was the Sabbath. There was something that he wanted us to know. And we're going to get into that today. Amen. Got to have rest from work. Rest from work. Amen. Did God... Uh, was that just about you having a day where you... You sat in your kitchen and didn't move. Oh yeah, and you can't make a fire on the Sabbath either. So those of you living in uh, northern climates here in Canada, you can't turn on your uh, thermostat. You can't. Uh, you can't turn on the furnace in the winter time on Saturday, or you're going to hell. Sounds pretty ridiculous, doesn't it? <laughs> Amen. All right, now. We're getting into our network break, and we're going to, uh, I'm going to put on some, some new music for you guys to listen to on the network break. For those of you who are new listeners, uh, we have a radio uh, aspect of this show, and they have breaks, and so I have to coincide things with them, and so while the, uh, <coughs> while they uh, go to their network break, I'm going to uh, just take a quick break. And you guys can go and you can uh, use the washroom or grab a coffee or whatever you want. And we've got to uh, we got to do that. Oh, Marita's just on fire today. She sent me Galatians 5.4. Christ is become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justi justified by the law, you are fallen from grace and that was the big battle the whole time every single time they started a church some jewish proselyte would come uh, uh, some jewish uh synagogue worker would come along and try to get them all to get circumcised or and and paul warned them over and over again those were the weak and beggarly fleshly elements that have no effect today all right, now I want to go through this in a way that is easy to understand and a way that you walk away being blessed by it. All right, and so today for the music break, if you're listening on Rumble, we're going to go to the uh, 
gospel lovers. I like old black gospel music. I do. I just, I'm a real sucker for it. I like it. And uh, you can almost hear how a lot of Motown songs were influenced by people that grew up singing in church. You can really hear it. So we're going to do that right now. If you're listening on Mojo 5.0, stick around for hour two. And if you're on Rumble, we will be right back after this. Who rolled the stone away? is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Search and rescue teams backed by the National Guard continuing to search for people missing in record floods that wiped out entire communities in some of the poorest places in America. Kentucky's governor says 16 people have died, a toll he expects to grow. Record floodwaters have swallowed towns that hug creeks and streams and Appalachian valleys and hollows, the hardest hit areas of eastern Kentucky, received between 8 and 10 and a half inches over a 48-hour period. In an AP interview, Craig Singleton, senior fellow, Foundation for Defense of Democracies, says House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's potential trip to Taiwan could trigger a reaction from China. Um, We're likely, I think, to see uh, an increase and a noticeable increase in Chinese airspace incursions in and around Taiwan in the event that she proceeds with her trip. We may even see something called a median line incursion, and that's a breach of the maritime border that exists in the center of the Taiwan Strait. Mainland China claims Taiwan as its own territory. Also at townhall.com, the District of Columbia requesting National Guard assistance to help stem what it calls a growing humanitarian crisis. Bob Agnew reports. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser issued the call after thousands of migrants arrived in D.C. after being sent there by Arizona and Texas, among the states most impacted by the Biden administration's lax border enforcement. Republican critics note the irony of D.C.'s pro-sanctuary city mayor complaining about an influx of 4,000-plus migrants when that many and more are likely to flood across the Texas border any given day due to the very policies supported by Bowser and other Democrats. Bob Agnew reporting. Stocks are sharply higher. The Dow up 224 points now. More at townhall.com. We remind all of our listeners that the views and opinions of the show hosts and guests appearing on Mojo Favo Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Favo Radio. If you've got an ED problem, now you can get generic or herbal blue pills for as little as $2 a pill from Steel Man Pills. 800-485-3208. 800-485-3208. 
Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself. But now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero-cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-940-5165. 800-940-5165. 800-940-5165. That's 800-940-5165. It's original. It's bold. It's patriotic. It's American. It's American Pride. It's American Pride Roasters Coffee. Historically, great coffee. AmericanPrideRoasters.com Great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. And crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. American Radio. Opinion and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Welcome back to American Uck Radio. It is hour two and, uh, I've been I've been kind of silly a little bit I know and and some of you are thinking this is pretty funny but I think it's I, I mean it is silly <laughs> when you look at it that way now that is not to say that there was not a time when uh, there there were some very serious consequences for not obeying the Sabbath all right now. I'm just looking at the chat. There's people in there that are ex-Jehovah's Witnesses and ex-Catholics and ex-Seventh-day Adventists. And uh, yeah, yeah, walk away from all that mess. Amen. The kingdom of God is not in word but in power. Amen. It's got to have power. Praise the Lord. Power to change the lives of men and women. Praise God. I, I knew a guy that was a Jehovah's Witness and his wife was cheating on him with his best friend. And his wife was a daughter of one of the elders of the Jehovah's Witness Kingdom Hall that they went to. And uh, because her father was a church elder, they excommunicated uh, the man that I knew from their church uh, who had been wronged. And so he 
Uh, well, he actually dodged a bullet there, I would say. Um, it was actually a good thing that he left that place and found out what they were really all about. Amen? Because if that had never happened, they would have still been that way. He just wouldn't have known it. But as a result, he uh, hates anything that he deems religion. Okay? And there's a lot of ex-Seventh-day Adventists and, and Jehovah's Witnesses that are walking away from all of that. Now, let's not trivialize too much uh, this whole thing with breaking the Sabbath, because back then, you could be killed for that. You could. Turn with me to the book of Numbers, chapter 15. Numbers 15. Numbers 15. I'm getting all these uh, text messages and alerts on my phone. I'm ignoring you. Numbers chapter 15, and we're going to start with verse 32. While the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they found a man that gathered sticks upon the Sabbath day. They that found him gathering sticks brought him unto Moses and Aaron, and unto all the congregation, and they put him in ward because it was not declared what should be done unto him. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to do. They, they, they had this law that you couldn't break the Sabbath, but they didn't know how to enforce it or what was supposed to be done. Amen? That hadn't been declared yet, so they put him in ward. You know, they, they imprisoned him, and it was not declared what should be done. And the Lord said unto Moses, The man shall surely be put to death. All the congregation shall stone him with stones without the camp. Alright? So he had to be outside the camp. And he had to be killed. And all the congregation brought him without the camp and stoned him with stones. And he died as the Lord commanded Moses. Now remember, this is all a type and shadow. This is all a schoolmaster to what? To bring us to Christ. It was given to them to learn certain things that God was going to want when he showed up. And he did. See, but the rules got broken. The rules got broken. That's what happened. He, he, he fulfilled the the law in him was no sin whatsoever and he was taken outside the camp and killed amen and it and it broke it it broke the broke the rules amen that's how he triumphed over death praise the lord even the uh rebellious and murderous ones back then they were fulfilling the law. They were. Oh, but offenses must come, but woe be to the man through whom they come. Amen. So we see here that there was something about this Sabbath and breaking it that could get you killed at that time. All right. Now, that's another thing. Now, let me ask you this. If you've ever been to a Seventh-day Adventist church. Did they take you and kill you if you didn't follow it? <laughs> Amen? No, they did not. 
Now let's let's move on from all this, okay? Let's move on from all this. I want to go to a letter that was written to a bunch of Jews by the Apostle Paul uh, called Hebrews. Hebrews. This is a letter written to Hebrews. Alright? He wrote to the Galatians that there is now neither Jew nor Greek, free nor bond. But he to the he he wrote a, a little extra long letter to the Hebrews, and he actually kind of got angry with them. Delta Harp said, "No, they came and searched my house for real. Are you joking? They come and search your house for breaking the Sabbath." <laughs> oh wow! Praise the Lord! Did they have a, a, a black light and a and a, a microscope to check for? Did they go all? CSI Seventh Day Adventist when they're checking your place. <laughs> Praise God. Chapter four of Hebrews. Serious Delta Harp says all the women showed up and searched my home because I missed church. Wow. I mean, I, I've phoned people because they missed church just to see if they're okay, but I never went and searched their house. Praise God. <laughs> wow. What, 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 did they kick the door in? <laughs> did they have a battering ram and a SWAT team? <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Oh, this is unreal. Praise God. What were they looking for? Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe evidence that you had gathered sticks or something. Wow, praise the Lord. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4. I deliberately took extra time so Deb could open her huge Bibles. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4. Let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest any of you should seem to come short of it. Come short of entering into his rest. Ah, now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting somewhere. Let me read that one more time. Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. Now he's talking to uh, Christian Hebrews, people that have been born of the water and the Spirit. All right. He says, For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed to enter into rest. Ha! There's another rest that God was talking about. Entering into. As he said, and he's quoting, uh, he's quoting Psalm 95.11. Okay, he's quoting Psalm 95.11. Remember the law was if, uh, Slave to him says, probably not funny if it happened to me. I wouldn't have let him in. (laughs) 
Praise God. It's over now. We can laugh about it. Uh, all right. He's quoting Psalm 95.11. As I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. And he goes on in verse 4. For he spake in a certain place of a seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from his works, and in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest. If they shall enter into my rest. Well, why was he talking about another one? In Psalms. Seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. Again he limiteth a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time, as it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, see, and that's another interesting thing. Paul says here that when David wrote those Psalms and when uh, and, and when it was written in Genesis, he says, for if Jesus had given them rest, what he's saying there is that was him. That was Jesus speaking back then in the Old Testament. As far as Paul was concerned, that was him. Amen? I wasn't some separate guy named Jehovah. You no, know, it was him the whole time. Jehovah become our salvation. Is what Jesus means. Amen. Jehovah God showed up in flesh. It was him. For if Jesus had given them had given them rest, would he not afterward have spoken of another day? There remaineth, therefore, a rest to the people of God. For he that has entered into his rest. He also hath ceased from his own works as God did from his. Ah, okay, here we go. This is what God was trying to teach in Genesis, in Exodus, in Numbers, in the shadow of and, and, uh, and the, the shadows of things to come. The schoolmaster to bring them to Christ. Let us labor. Therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. And it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. So there was another rest that he said that some were not going to enter into. Amen? There remaineth a rest for the people of God. And, and, and he was saying this to the Hebrews. Amen? Now, there were people that were pretty 
sticky about the Sabbath. Amen. There, there was guys, and we're going to get into that rest from the works. All right. And it's in this life. It's in this life. Amen. We're going to get into that. Turn with me to uh, the book of Mark. Book of Mark. Well, Gospel Mark, I guess. Turn with me to the Gospel of Mark. This is some good Bible study, huh? <laughs> Mark. Chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. And uh, we're going to go to verse 23. And uh, we're going to read in the book of Mark chapter 2, verse 23. DS Patriot Navy Dad says, I feel the Holy Ghost on Sunday, so I know he's okay with that day as well. Yeah, you can feel the Holy Ghost any day. Amen. Lift up holy hands and praise His name. came to pass that He went through the cornfields on the Sabbath day, and His disciples began as they went to pluck the ears of corn. This is Jesus. The Pharisees said unto Him, Behold, why do they on the Sabbath day that which is not lawful? Now, what's funny is that they were talking to the guy that had instituted the Sabbath. It was him that gave them the law. And it was to teach them of him. And there he was, right in front of them, and they were uh, looking to accuse God. They were looking to find fault in God. I said they were looking to find fault in their God that was standing right in front of them. He said unto them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and was in hunger? He and they that were with him, how he went into the house of God in the days of Abiathar, the high priest, and did eat the showbread, which is not lawful to eat, but for the priests, and gave also to them that were with him. He said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. I am the Lord of the Sabbath. Uh, slave to him, we're in Mark 2, 23 through 28. And they were really getting on this thing about the Sabbath with him. They, they were looking to nail him on the Sabbath. You know why? Because they were looking for a reason to kill him. They were looking for a reason to find fault with their God that was standing in front of them. And they were looking to kill him. <clears throat> Chapter 3. Mark. He had uh, entered again into the synagogue. And there was a man there which had a withered hand. And they watched him. Whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day. That they might accuse him. They had a bad attitude going in. They heard the miracles that he did. They saw how he taught. And how the people went for him. And they were scared of losing their position. They were covetous. Holding Moses' seat to them was a means to an end. It was about their own personal gain. 
That's it. They didn't care about God's people. They didn't care about the sheep. They didn't even really care about the law. It was just a good way to get rich. They watched him, whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day that they might accuse him. Accuse him of what? Making somebody's life better? He saith unto the man, which had the withered hand, Stand forth. And he said unto them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they held their peace because they didn't want to say anything. When he had looked round about on them with anger, this made him angry. This really made him angry. Being grieved for the hardness of their hearts, he said unto the man, Stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored whole as the other. And the Pharisees went forth and straightway took counsel with the Herodians against him how they might destroy him. He healed a man. Do you know how much money he just took away from the doctors? Huh? Yeah, just in time too over in the chat says, isn't that pathetic? Jesus had to ask them that. It is. It really is. It is, yeah. And I'll tell you what else. They couldn't heal nobody. These guys saying, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? They never healed no one. It had never been seen like that in Israel. Praise the Lord. Tammy D123 says that's kind of like our government. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Healers are killed. <laughs> that's for sure. Turn with me to Matthew 12. Matthew 12. Matthew chapter 12. And uh, Matthew chapter 12, <clears throat> verses 1 through 8. And we're going to read this one more time. Same, same story, different gospel. At that time, Jesus went on through the Sabbath day, through the corn, and his disciples were unhungered and began to pluck the ears of corn and to eat. But what the Pharisees saw it, they said unto him, Behold, thy disciples do that which is not lawful to do upon the Sabbath day. And what Jesus did was cited precedent. He did. Turn with me to 1 Samuel 21.6. Okay, he's quoting 1 Samuel 21.6 here. Okay, he came back at them with Scripture. 1 Samuel 21. David was on the run from Saul. Saul was trying to kill him. 1 Samuel 21. <clears throat> then came David to Nob to Abimelech the priest. And Abimelech was afraid at the meeting of David and said unto him, Why art thou alone and no man with thee? And David said unto Ahimelech the priest, The king hath commanded me a business and hath said unto me, Let no man know anything of the business whereabout I send thee and what I have commanded thee, and I have appointed my servants to such and such a place. 
Now, therefore, what is under thine hand? Give me five loaves of bread in my hand, or what there is present. And the priest answered David and said, There's no common bread under mine hand, but there's hallowed bread. If the young men have kept themselves at least from women. And David answered the priest and said unto him, Of a truth, women have been kept from us about these three days since I came out, and the vessels of the young men are holy, and the bread is in a manner common, yea, though it were sanctified this day in the vessel. So the priest gave him hallowed bread, for there was no bread there but the show bread which was taken from before the Lord to put hot bread in the day when it was taken. Praise God. The law is not made for a righteous man. Amen? David was a righteous man. Man after God's own heart. David received a lot of mercy. Praise the Lord. He really did. He had some troubles. Yes, he did. Now, Jesus observed the Sabbath. He did. Go to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Look at that. We're already at the bottom of the second hour already. Isn't that something? Boy, this is going fast. Luke chapter 4, verses 16 through 22. He came to Nazareth, where he'd been brought up, and as his custom was... He went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. Amen. He went to the Sabbath, uh, the synagogue on the Sabbath. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, <clears throat> to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. That was on the Sabbath. And it was prophesied, The one whom you seek shall come suddenly to the temple. He was in the synagogue. He was at the temple. Amen. Matthew 24. He knew that them Jews were going to follow the Sabbath even after the old covenant had been abolished. You know how I know that? I know that because if you go to Matthew 24, Matthew 24, uh, Matthew 24, and a lot of people use this to say that it's the the rapture, but that, that doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense to me, okay? He says, uh, pray that your flight be not on the Sabbath or in the winter. Now, if that was referring to a rapture when people were just going to get taken up to heaven in the twinkling of an eye, why would you care if it was on the Sabbath or in winter? It doesn't make sense. No, uh, because there was going to come a time when they had to flee the city. Run. Amen? Get out of Dodge. Because the wrath of God was going to come down on that city. Sodom and Egypt, where our Lord was crucified. And so, he knew that they were going to follow that. Amen. And that was going to happen 
way longer after Paul come along. And so there were some Christians that kept the Sabbath. And we don't judge them. Because that's their day. Amen? Do you see where we're going with this? Now we got to go to our commercial break. And we're going to come back right after that. Let's get into this rest. What is the rest? Amen. What was Jesus talking about? Matthew 11. Real quick before we go to our commercial break. Matthew 11. Chapter 11. Here we go. Verse 28. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. There remaineth therefore a rest unto the people of God, Paul said. This is what Jesus was talking about. Did he mean only traveling so far on the seventh day? No, there was a rest that was going to be every day. Every day. Praise God. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And it was prophesied by Isaiah and it was prophesied by Ezekiel and it was coming and we got access to that today. We do. And so we're going to go to our commercial break real quick right now. And then when we get back, let's get into what that rest from works is and how to enter into it. Praise the Lord. up refreshed like you slept on a cloud get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today you deserve it go to mypillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code mojo50 for incredible savings at romica designs we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company much more i'm ron phillips co-owner of romica designs and if you can dream it we can probably make it We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at romicadesigns.com. Or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at romicadesigns.com, or visit us on the web at romicadesigns.com. Five major food distributors have suffered explosions at food processing and storage facilities in the last few months. Twenty more facilities 
have been destroyed by fires over the last four months. War in Ukraine drags on and holds the looming threat of nuclear escalation. U.S. inflation is officially reported above 8%. Mobs of people are whipped into frenzy by an increasingly unstable class of political elites. We live in interesting times. Political, economic, and financial collapse are all very real threats to our way of life. If the worst happens, make sure you and your loved ones are prepared with emergency food and supplies from preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. Coffee lovers everywhere now have the opportunity to do their part to save the planet with Al Gore's lab-grown coffee substitute. We, here at Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change, believe this is a terrible idea. While man-bun-wearing, soy-latte-loving poodle walkers everywhere are in love with the eco-friendly lab-grown sadness water, Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change want to see the sea levels rise and for New York City to join the lost city of Atlantis, 12,000 leagues beneath the sea. American Pride Roasters, historically great coffee. Every pot brewed is an eco-disaster 100 times greater than the Fukushima extinction-level event. So order yours today and do your part to hasten the end of the planet. You don't want to live forever, do you? AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) We We dare. We dare. most underrated radio shows american Uck radio this guy mike phillip is brilliant i listen to him every day love your show i, I really do i'm a huge fan thank you for doing what you're doing american Uck radio time here and uh that's okay we're gonna have the ninth hour prayer so have your requests ready and uh we're in many ways we are rebuilding and uh and that's okay i was uh i was i was told that this would happen that we that something was going to change with the Stu peters network and and don't worry about it it's all right i got this uh, Marita in Vancouver, Washington is helping me with, uh, with my Bible study today. She gave me Romans 14, 5 through 6. Uh, f- uh, 14, 5 and 6. One man esteemeth one day above another, another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully, fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regardeth the day regardeth it unto the Lord, and he that regardeth not the, the day to the Lord he doth not. So, uh, I, I don't, 
it, you know, if you're persuaded that it's Saturday that you're supposed to get together, amen, uh, then do that. But but make sure you got the, the, the entrance down, amen. Why do so many people interpret the scriptures differently? I don't know, but there's uh, you, if they knew the author, he would unseal it to them. And look, I didn't. I, I, there was a long time where I had difficulty with it. Oh, but the revelation that Jesus is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Once you get that, that's the linchpin to the whole book. That is the linchpin. Amen. If you if you don't, uh, let's go on. What what were they missing? What were they missing? Ezekiel thirty four and chapter fourteen. He's talking about the sinful shepherds of Israel. He was talking about shepherds that made themselves fat off of their flocks and uh, and uh, fed themselves and got rich off their people. Uh, he said he was going to seek out his own flock. Amen? He was going to be the shepherd. Now, what was that rest? What was that rest? Praise the Lord. Uh, I will feed them on a... On a he says... Uh, let's go to verse 12. Verse 11. For thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out, as a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered. So will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all places where they've been scattered in the, the cloudy and dark day. And I want you to skip. Uh, let's go down to 14. I will feed them. In a good pasture, and upon the high mountain of Israel shall their fold be. There shall they lie, they'll lie down in a good fold, and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock, and I will cause them to lie down, saith the Lord God. Who is the good shepherd, huh? Who is the good shepherd? Go to uh, verse 31, Ezekiel 34. And ye are my flock, the flock of my pasture are men, and I am your God, saith the Lord God. Praise God. He is the good shepherd, and he's going to cause his sheep to lie down. And have rest in green pastures by still waters. Amen. They're going to have the living water. And they're going to be fed. Praise God. <laughs> There's uh, J.L. Grab. That's my cousin. My cousin Jamie and I had the honor of baptizing her in Jesus' name. A couple Sundays ago. Her and Marnie, who's also... In the room, Marnie, give Rhett a fist bump for me. Praise God. Now, I want you to turn to Isaiah, book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 28. What is the rest? Praise God. That's right, just in time too, the man... That is like the tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit. Amen. The flock will lie down. <laughs> They're not going to be full of fear. They're not going to be full of wrath. Amen. 
They're not going to go around worrying about hiding their text messages. They're not going to worry about hiding their internet history. Right? They're free. There's no law over them. Isaiah chapter 28. Hey, there's Jasper owner. Yeah, say hi to my cousin. Praise God. Isaiah 28. Isaiah chapter 28. I want you to go to verse 11. Isaiah 28, 11. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people. Isaiah 28, 11. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people to whom he said this is the rest this is the rest wherewith you may cause the weary to rest and this is the refreshing yet they would not hear it but the word of the Lord was unto them, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, that they might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. Let me read that one more time. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people. To whom he said, This is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. With stammering lips and an unknown tongue. Turn with me to John chapter 3. Praise the Lord. <laughs> oh, you guys are all just loving on each other so much in the chat room today. That's great. John chapter 3. John chapter 3. A lot of people quote John 3.16. What about the rest? Jesus said to Nicodemus in verse 5, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Can't do it. Water and spirit. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. Now, verse 8, this is interesting. This is interesting. He says, The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, or whither it goeth, so is every one that is born of the Spirit. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest a sound. You can't tell where it goes or where it comes from. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. Turn with me to Acts 2.38. Acts 2. 
Verse 38. How are you born of the water and the Spirit? They were all speaking in tongues when the Holy Ghost was given. A bunch of Jews from a whole bunch of different uh, countries from all over the place were. And uh, he made a he gave him a sermon and he said, Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom you have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? <clears throat> then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. <clears throat> Praise God, we're living in a pretty untoward generation now, aren't we? This is a pretty wicked generation. Amen. Save yourselves from this wicked and untoward generation. And then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Amen. They did not have a church building. They didn't. No, they didn't. They Listen, and fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles, and all that believed were together and had all things common. They sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God. And having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Amen. This is the rest. Now I don't care. <laughs> Just in time too, you're cracking me up. Uh, look, you can have a church that, that you're going to say... Look, we're Seventh-day Adventists because we have the Sabbath on a Saturday. Okay, we, we know that. Praise God. But did you enter the kingdom by following the keys that Peter gave in Acts 2.38? That is the rest. <laughs> that is the rest. Amen. And I'm not coming down on anybody for having a church building. I'm not. Well, uh, It might be that God gives us one someday. We just don't have one right now. I didn't let that stop me, though. Praise the Lord. So what? what is rest from works? From works, huh? What is rest that, that remember Paul said we should rest from our works? as God did from His on the seventh day. What, what was that rest from the works, huh? 
Romans 8, verse 9. Let's go there. Romans 8, and verse 9. If so, then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. They can't do it. Why do you have to have the Holy Ghost? He says, but you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of, none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body's dead because of sin. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. Praise the Lord. He says, walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. That's what he was trying to teach with that man that was picking up sticks on the Sabbath. Amen. He was working during the time of rest. Amen. I've heard churches say, no, you do not have to get the Holy Ghost. That's a bunch of silliness. I'm, I, I've heard people say, I'm I'm a I'm a believer, but I'm not spirit filled. I don't know what you learned at that church you're going to, because uh, Paul says here, once again in chapter eight, verse nine. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if many any man have not the spirit of Christ, he's none of his. Amen. Turn to Galatians chapter 5. What are the works that we're supposed to get rest from? Amen? And I know what it's like to be a slave to my flesh. I really do. This I say then, Galatians 5.16. And this is a letter to a church, okay? This is to Christians. These are people that have been born... uh, of the water and the spirit. All right. He says this this is this is to believers. These people have obeyed Acts 238. That's how these church started. He says, This I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary the one to another, so that you cannot do the things that you would, but if you be led of the Spirit, you're not under the law. Amen? You got rest. Rest. You're not under the law. <laughs> now the works, now here's the work that we're supposed to have rest from. Amen? Look, the, the, the homosexual that those those gay men that they go to orgies and they've got to do every filthy thing you know why cuz they are they're they're slaves to their flesh amen they are they need to be born again they need to be born again of the water and the spirit now the works now here's the works that you're supposed to have rest from your work here's what they are Works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, right? 
Lasciviousness is, is just wearing clothes that show off your body. That's what it is. Lewd and lascivious behavior. It's acting in public in a way that is grossly and overtly sexual. Amen? Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. And for those things come disease. Amen? That's why people need to enter into his rest. Otherwise, they'll get monkeypox. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulation, wrath, strife, sedition, heresy. That's all work that people need rest from. Envying, murder, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. There is no law if you're bearing fruit in the Spirit. No law against you. You know why? Because the Lord of the Sabbath lives in you. You've got the, the fulfillment of the law living inside of you. Praise the Lord. If we live in the Spirit, let us walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another or envying one another. And don't get puffed up. Amen? Don't get puffed up in your head. Don't get puffed up in your head. The leaven of the Pharisees. Amen? I've, I've had people come here and they were so humble, so humble, so humble. They were just so happy to be with people that loved God and, and His presence. And then all of a sudden, they they had a, a new doctrine. They had a shiny new object. And I saw a bad attitude coming over their face. I, uh, I saw a shadow come over them. And there came a time when they had <clears throat> divisions and they were judgmental and angry and they muscled themselves right outside the camp. They muscled themselves right outside the camp. Do you know what kind of authority a pastor has? Do you know what kind of authority... A pastor has. Paul said that he had turned people over to Satan for the destruction of their flesh. Paul literally turned people over to Satan to allow them to be destroyed. Praise the Lord. Marnie B. and Jamie are talking about crystals and new age stuff. Boy, Marnie, you are talking to the... Jamie used to be right into all that, right into all that. She would, uh, I, I hope I'm not giving too much info on you here, Jamie, but she was big into New Age and meditation, and praise God, what a lot of work that is, huh, Jamie? <laughs> praise the Lord. 
everybody. We're coming up on the end of the show. If you're listening on Mojo 50 and WB on 324, thanks for joining us today. Uh, share this show with your friends. Share it with your enemies. Share it with your 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 family and 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 your in-laws. Praise God. Let's let's get out in the field and get to work. And uh, if any of you need to be born of the water and the Spirit, you can. Amen. You can. You can have that. If you, uh, if you uh, hunger and thirst after righteousness, you can have it. Praise the Lord. We're going to go out with Ashley Cleveland. Precious Lord, take my hand. Everybody, thank you for listening to American Ock Radio. And uh, if you're watching on Rumble, we're going to pray for the ninth hour. Uh, Pastor Rios, he said to me last night, I'm going to be there tomorrow. I'm going to be there. I've got my schedule cleared. And I said, well, hey, if some kind of pastorly duty comes up that you can't make it, that's okay. He said, nope, I'm coming. I'm guessing something came up. Praise the Lord. He's off serving his God and being a good pastor. Praise God. You guys will be right back for the ninth hour of prayer. Thanks for listening to Mojo 5. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5 With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.